0: Hi, I'm Tom Griffith, and welcome to the Greater Formation and Power Podcast. Here we'll discuss topics and practices that will help you deepen your intimacy with God the Father, exercise your authority in Jesus the Son, and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. We want to walk in God's truth and intimacy and power. We need all three strands working together in our lives because we believe that nothing else will actually do. Hey, everybody, get ready, get ready. It's time to be ready in the kingdom of God. Well, in a sense, it's always time to be ready, but I think this is a significant time in history in God's progression of what he's doing in the church, what he's doing in the world, what he's doing in the globe. Get ready. You know, I was watching a uh, documentary of Tom Brady, you know, I lived in Boston for 35 years, I'm a Patriots fan, was living in those days, and Brady said, when my opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready, and I want to encourage you, there are going to be massive opportunities in the kingdom of God, massive opportunities, even in kind of your advancement in life, I want you to be ready. Get ready. Well, how do you get ready? That's some of what I want to talk to you about today. Hi, I'm Tom Griffith from Greater Formation, where I help people, particularly those who are in significant transition in their life. They can see the next season or hope for the next season, but they're not sure how to get there, what to do about it. I help them get clear, get focused, and be fruitful. We lay a foundation for the rest of your life. So that you can live in alignment with God's design and his purpose and your function in this world. Let me get back to what I was talking about. Let's think for a moment about the expression in scripture, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, you hear that a lot in Christian uh, settings. I just want to be faithful. I want the Lord to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, how can you tell? If you'll receive that statement from God, how can you tell if you are being that faithful servant? Well, that expression's really only used in. A parable that Jesus describes. It's in, in Matthew twenty-five, the parable of the talents. In Luke, I believe it's called a parable of the minas. What it's talking about is investment. They got a master gives investment to people and trusts investment to them. In Matthew, the talents are bags of gold or bags of money, and he goes away. Well, one who was given five bags invests it, comes back with five, when the master comes, he says, oh, awesome. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into my joy. And it says, you will also be given responsibility over cities and such. So what, if you want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, You need to learn how to multiply that which God has entrusted you with. Let me say that again. If you want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, you need to learn how to multiply the very things that God has entrusted to your care resources, and where to multiply it is going to be in your realms of responsibility, where he's placed you, as I like to describe it, in your roles, where you're, you've you been placed in specific roles, whether that's a father or son, a husband or a, a wife, a spouse, a, a, a Nephew, an extended family, a worker in the business, in their faith community, in your neighborhood. Those roles that you have, God has specific kinds of job descriptions for you. And when you live those out, when, and when you do it in such a way that you're multiplying the very kinds of deposits that he's put in your life, the spiritual gifts, the insights, the very facets of his image that are most clearly represented through you, when you impart those to others and it multiplies in their life, You're doing the very thing that God has for you. You're releasing the good news of the kingdom of God in your environment. You're releasing the good news of the kingdom. Let me talk for a moment about the word kingdom. I was uh, listening to a man, uh, Pedro Adeo, recently, and he, he was describing again, I've heard this before, but it brought it back to memory and into my soul a little bit more deeply again. The kingdom, in a sense, is a mixture of two words, king and domain. In the kingdom of God, you need two things. You need the king, the king, the authority, the creator, the master of all things, and the domain, that over which he rules, rules, not rules. And so your kingdom, uh, his kingdom through you is his expression The the values of the kingdom of God coming through you into your specific domains, your specific areas of responsibility. He's the one who owns everything, everything, and he has entrusted even uh, abilities, perspectives, insights, resources to you to use for him. So we do that. Here's how it works. It's kind of interesting in a sense. We're what scripture describes stewards. We're managers of, of somebody else's property. He's the owner. We're managing it. So we invest our lives, the good news that he's deposited in us, into others, in service. We do that, and it multiplies the kingdom. It multiplies the impact of the kingdom of God through us. Then, as in that parable in Matthew 25, it comes back. He says, okay, I want to account. We come back, and we offer it to him and that's worship. Life is a mixture of us serving in our domain for the benefit of others in His authority and power, according to His design and His purposes in our life to impact others and to multiply the good news on the earth, and then return in worship for what He's done. And we're worshiping Him, and we're saying, these things I give to you, it's all about what He's doing. So to do that, first we need to recognize what he's entrusted to us well he's really the first thing he's entrusted you've heard if you've heard me enough the first thing he's entrusted to you is you and with that are all the resources the things in your life your design your personality your heart passions your uh, even how experiences have shaped you positions or things you've learned that are unique to you your um Spiritual gift mix, your abilities, all that kind of stuff. Your design is what you're going to be recognizing and stewarding. And then the realms, as I said, are your placement, your roles in life. The way that we kind of develop that, what we need to do is develop those things and invest those things. And then return the fruit to God. The way that we develop them is really what you need is some level of a a growth plan, whether that is that you want to grow in education. Well, what's your plan for that? Or you want to grow in physical health? What's your plan for that? You want to grow spiritually? What's your plan for that? So you need some kind of like curriculum or plan for your own development. If you don't have one, that might be the biggest takeaway that you get from today. You, I want to encourage you to get a plan for growth or develop a plan for growth or become a part of something that there is some kind of plan for growth, you know, like greater formation. Secondly, what you want to do is, and you're developing, you really need to learn to invest righteously. There's such a thing, you know, let's go back to that passage, what they were given, were these bags of gold? Well, they're to invest them and multiply Well, we see in Scripture the idea of, like, unrighteous gain, that there can be a... Uh, Multiplication of money, particularly, or mammon, things like that, things related to the whole realm of money that's that are done unrighteously. They can be done oppressively. Matter of fact, the kingdom of hell on earth prioritizes mammon and money and actually enslaves or uh uh oppresses people in order to increase resource. The kingdom of God's the opposite. <laughs> the resources are Serving the blessing or the flourishing of people. So we want to learn to invest according to kingdom ethics, kingdom principles, and kingdom values of humility that others may flourish. So we want to invest righteously according to those values and principles in the realms that we have so that everything around us flourishes and we're doing it with responsibility accountability to God couple words I want to say in relation to all that I just shared one is I want to for you to consider your life with what I'll call sober boldness in uh, Romans three it says don't consider yourself more highly than you ought and I'll also say or more lowly than you ought but consider yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith that you've been given. We want to look at ourselves for who we really are in, in accord to the size or measure or our understanding of faith, but in in relation to everything, a sober, a clear understanding of who we are, yet also boldness. If we have boldness without self-understanding, boldness without sobriety of who we are, it's obnoxious and often off-base. On the other hand, some people are very sober and know who they are, but they, and they know their boundaries and their limits, but they're not bold, so they're not advancing anything. So I want to encourage you to have sober boldness in your life, and you discern that and discover that by dialoguing and reflecting with the Holy Spirit, His counsel. Again, that could be part of your growth plan, is to learn who you are, and what that boldness looks like in your life, according to your personality and your gift mix. The other two words I want to bring before you today are what I'll say is wise abundance. The kingdom of God is not a kingdom of scarcity. It's a kingdom of abundance. In uh, 2 Corinthians 9, it describes that he'll provide all that you need in order that you can do all the good things he wants for you to do. It's a kingdom that we receive, and it goes out. It's abundance. As you serve, He fills. As you serve, He fills. You don't serve, there's no additional filling. So it's important for us to understand that abundance, but we also want to understand the wisdom of God. Some people have a kind of like a passion for the abundant part. That that, What do you want? He'll give it, ask, and He'll deliver it. And we're kind of releasing this abundance, all the resources that you want. Uh, That's part of it. The other part of it, however, is the wisdom of God. Again, if we just have wisdom, we tend to be, it kind of leans towards scarcity, towards control, towards saving, towards staying small, towards risklessness. We don't want that. We want that to be expanded by a mentality of God's incredible abundance. It's a multiplying God. So we need a mixture of that abundance mentality and the wisdom of God. You need, and I need, as part of that kind of preparation and living out our life, we need to be taking the time that we need to sort everything that I just shared, sort it out with the Holy Spirit for you and your environment, so that you understand what is Uh, sober boldness looks like in your life? What does uh, the wise abundance look like in your life? How does that apply in your realms of responsibility so that you can invest and serve for the flourishing of others and then also Come and say, God, look at what I've given, what I've done. I release it to you, to your glory. And I call into this environment, multiply, be free, flourish in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you. And you're giving it back to God. I hope that we are ready to handle heaven coming in new measure to bless the earth. I hope you can be a part of that. If there's any way I can be of help, let me know. Have a great day.